<clears throat> All right. Welcome in to the first YouTube version and best way that we have to do this League of Ordinary Gentlemen podcast. As always, we've got a couple of co-hosts with Doug Appleby and uh, and Sean Guida. So welcome into the podcast, guys. I'm really looking forward to how we're doing this from now on. We're missing Zeke, but we'll see him uh, back next week. I'm coming at you the darkness. Nothing you can do about a sick kid for Zeke. So uh hope she feels better. Yep. Zeke, hope, hope the kid feels better. So um, so the first thing, I think we're going to start a new way. Well, how we started last week was best thing you've seen this week. I know Sean's got one. So, Sean, kick us off. What's the best thing you've seen this week? Yeah, so I'm going to keep it football-related as much as possible. And I think the best thing I saw this week, and maybe you guys noticed this as well, was Golden Tate's two touchdowns where he literally turned around and faced the defenders as he backpedaled into the end zone. It was awesome. I thought I, it was absolutely hilarious. I did see that. I thought that was fantastic. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, they lost in that game too, didn't they? Yeah, they, but, they did. They but, did. It was so, fantastic. It's amazing what happens when the Cowboys uh, employ an actual offensive game plan. Oh, talking to you, Dan. Well, the beauty of it was – I know a lot of people say that it's not very sportsmanlike or whatever, but it's been the no fun league for so long. And all these other <clears> stupid <throat> that are now getting into the league are causing problems. So Golden Tate turning around, backpedaling in and giving a, if you hate it, tackle me next time conversation. And then doing <laughs> it again. Absolutely wonderful. The, yeah. Easily the best thing I saw all week. Big, I like big. it. The, the best thing I saw this week, uh, Patrick Mahomes rolling out left critical situation. Why use your right hand when you can throw it left-handed? So I'm going to piggyback on that. There's an interesting fact, interesting story, or fun fact, I guess. Patrick Mahomes has more completions left-handed than he's thrown interceptions. So if that didn't tell you how good Patrick Mahomes is. Uh, throwing a pick? He's, he's throwing one. Has he? Oh, I yeah. oh okay. Hey, well, same amount then. It's still not yeah. bad. Through, I mean, through four games, he's... He's what, 15 touchdowns and one interception through four games? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll take it. An another cool one is uh, going into last week, obviously no longer the case, but Michael Thomas had more touchdowns than he had uh, incomplete passes on targets to him. He had caught 28 of 30 targets and had three touchdowns. Well, he is. Not to jump too far ahead tonight, but uh... – I could have used one of those. You know, just one. <laughs> one would have great. Don't spoil the fun. Don't spoil the fun. We'll get we'll get to that soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyhow, let's jump right in. We're going to do a quick recap. I'm just trying to spend a little more time on uh, some of the important stuff with the NFL and and some players. So, we'll, we'll get right into it. I'm going to start with um, uh, just a couple of the, of the slam of the weeks. I mean... And going back to the green team, Brian Lovelace's team is terrible. Puts up 68.9. Taint Blisters, who is one of my new favorites to win the league this year, puts up 170.7 after 37.7 outing out of, out of Kirk Cousins. Ezekiel Elliott tears it up with 32 points. They used him mercilessly against Detroit. Uh, and then 19.2 out of Sony Michelle and 28 points out of the Packers defense. I think anybody that's playing Buffalo is... Uh, is, is going to be a streaming defense. Uh, hey, by the way, thanks on that, Doug. I thought I put in a bit of seven last night, and I must not hit submit because my bid was five. 
yours was six. Mine was six. I knew yeah. someone put in a bit of five. So <laughs> oh, that's why I'm, I went to six. That's, that's why you never put in those round numbers. I thought I put in seven, and I didn't. So, it, uh, Isn't Zeke playing without Leonard Fournette as well? He is, but he's uh, he's got a – no, no, no. No, no, um, Matty Ice Clowns has. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, you're right. So you're right. You're Zeke's right. team is Zeke's team is is just dirty. So he's, I mean, he's he gets Unreal. he might get Joe Mixon back this this week. Crossing my fingers that Joe Mixon plays one more on the bench, because uh, that's the only that's the that's the only way that I can win this game. He uh, uh, he practiced in full today and is expected to play. See what I read. What I read was he didn't practice in full. Was that he came in with pad with pads and didn't practice? Is what I read. Okay, okay, maybe I misread it, but I I will well, make one quick one quick call. I'm sorry, Doug. Pardon me. I was going to mention the New England field that had James White score I think 24 on my bench, and then Sony Michelle score 20. Yeah, let's not talk too much about uh about James White later because he's gonna. I'm going to bring him up later. Uh, and he was on your bench, so it doesn't matter. Speaking yeah. of that, let's let's just go right to Sean's game. Ezekiel, Ezekiel 25-17, 124. Um, bless him. Sean's team scores 63, 63.4. 25.5 of those was, was Kareem Hunt on Monday night. Literally walking into this game, Sean had less than 40 points. Uh, wonderful outing. I just... You covered it. Oh. Fan, fantastic outing. No. Uh, Zeke gets 27, or not Zeke, sorry, Dano gets 27.7 out of uh, Carson Wentz, 28.2 out of Golden Tate. So that was a fun game. Sean's team is drops to one and three, which, God, who doesn't love that? In, um, in my long, illustrious career, I've never had an entire offense not score a touchdown on Sunday. I, I With the league or with the team that I have that put up 140 whatever points last week, did not score a single down all the way down. Yeah, you're you're breaking up. We can't. You there's nothing to be. Like, we can't hear you. Um, yeah, one, one, one thing. House. One thing that was actually really hilarious is we got a screenshot sent to us from Dan <laughs> at one point when uh, Sean had four guys in play and he was down seventy seven point eight to one. So. <laughs> Quality performance, Sean. On uh, to the next one. Just uh, fantastic. But on the next one. Can you one, hear me better also, now? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Also, real quick, uh, Green Team would have would have beaten Blossom and actually and actually had a had a win this week. Um, well, listen, here's what I'll say. I've never in my long illustrious career of fantasy had an entire team not score a single touchdown until that one Monday night touchdown. It's it's unbelievable and fantastic. It was the first ever. And I hated it. It was a wonderful game. But um so let's move on. Fat bottom girlies are, are starting to put up some points. 174.4 to 92.8. Uh, the only thing, Maddie Icecons, Jeff House gets Melvin Gordon and Matt Ryan running, but that's about it. While Billy gets huge games out of Deshaun Watson, um, DeAndre Hopkins gets 24, and Amari Cooper goes for I – mean, he's starting to turn into something, I guess. I don't know. I don't know that I still like him. But he also gets 21.6 out of uh, Giovanni Bernard. So uh, they're they're quietly 3-1 and one after they went for an 0-1 start, and we pounded them for sucking. Um, and now they've got a better record than all of us, I think. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson wins 119.9 to 112 over Biscuit in Your Pants. 
and and they go to a three and one as well. Again, Patrick Mahomes on a low end gets twenty five point nine. Uh, his I think is his worst game of the season. Uh, George Kittle goes for twenty four and a half. For I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. And then uh, Biscuit in Your Pants looked like they were going to be something early, and then they've kind of fallen off. I think James Conner is not the RB1 that everybody thought he was going to be. Um, looking at you, Doug. Uh, and then. Um, How many points is he projected for this week, just out of curiosity? Oh, he's projected for a lot. Well, he's also playing a terrible, de- a terrible run defense. How many points did he score in week one? Oh, that was week one. Come on. That was week one. It's, it's been three weeks since then. It's yeah. been three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a good it, week, too. Too Week three and four was a little yeah, sketchy. Kind of clunkers. But he played some good run defenses. He's not bad. Yeah. Uh, but they definitely want Le'Veon Bell back. No, um, no doubt. Yeah. So Le'Veon Bell coming back week eight, if you guys haven't seen that. So um, everybody try to get your trades in. He's getting more expensive as we speak. So last but not least, the game, the deplorables taken on here for the beer. This was I mean, maddening. Jared Goff and Brandon Cooks go for 70 combined and helps him put up 163. This team, I thought, was going to be one of the 0-4 teams. They come out of the pit. Their they're running backs literally put up less than eight points, um, and they get, a, they get a W. The deplorables are reeling after scoring 153 points, leading the league in scoring. They literally have gotten everybody's best week in a four-week stretch. Um, nobody has has scored more in any of their weeks except for when they're playing the deplorables. Let's just say that I hope Big Mo goes to visit somebody, uh, comes to visit the deplorables next week because uh, I'm going to need it. You know, uh, this sounds like a whole lot of excuse making to me. You know, there's no excuses. I'm just very upset with. Start- let's let's be honest. You could realistically be one one and three right now. I could. You mean? Yeah. Well. But I'm not because you, you and Sean had a y'all had a tussle last week. Barn barn burner. Yeah, barn came burner. out a bit on a bit ahead, but uh, yeah, but the sitting there sitting there at two and two. But you got record this week. God, I know. And Zeke's team. Well, let's just jump right into that. That'll that'll be our first preview game. Um, because this I think is going to be the game of the week. I I think matchups all across the board for both teams are fairly good. I think my worst matchup is going to be Jarvis Landry in Baltimore. Um. But and he's got Kirk Cousins against Philadelphia. So come on, Philadelphia defense, learn how to play. Uh, but he's got Zeke going to Houston, Joe Mixon going to Miami, who's probably going to play. Don't want him to. Um, Tyree Kill is probably his worst matchup at Jacksonville. But good gosh, that guy is super good. Um, I've got Todd Gurley against Seattle, Alvin Kamara against Washington. So, it, but Alvin Kamara's got uh, Mark Ingram back in. I, I still think he's a he's an RB one. He's big time. But uh, I. I want to predict myself to win this so bad, but I just don't think I have the luck. Handback. For me, it comes down to uh, what Tyree Kill does. If he goes over seventy-five yards and a touchdown, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards uh, trust the process. Zeke's team. If not, I'll go with the deplorables. Yeah. Well, I also really like Sony Michelle this week, um, and I've got a decision to make at flex. So I think that. Uh, Gotcha, Sean. Um, and also, he's he's picked up. He made some good pickups this week. He went and got uh, D.D. Westbrook and Naheem Hines, which I don't think he doesn't play Naheem Hines. I don't think, but I I do like him in this in this matchup. So as much as I hate to say it, I'm, I'm going to pick Zeke and trust the process to go uh, four and one, and the wow. deplorables to drop to two and three. And I don't like it one bit. I hate that a ton, but his team is just way too good, and he's hit all the right people at the right time. 
Yeah, it's it's so annoying. He, would, I actually almost texted him today about how much I'm, how mad I am for being good because I, oh, so frustrating. Um, let's go to uh, here for the beer against Plessum because I think this, this is gonna well, this is gonna be a game. Uh, I'm coming back. We'll see. I don't know. Here for the beers quietly put something together, and then he's got Jared Goff. Um, and, and Brandon Cooks, and that that's a that's tough to beat. And then Jared Cook is turning into Rob Gronkowski for some reason. Also, let me go back real quick. The reason I lost this game, which really which really ticks me off, is if the Browns don't go into overtime, Jared Cook doesn't get the additional thirty five yards and a touchdown, which equates to over ten points, which means the deplorables win the game. So not only as a Browns fan did I get screwed into into that loss there, but the Raiders, but I also get screwed into the deplorables taking the taking the L. So thanks a lot, NFL officiants. You suck. I'm Can sure we, we I'm, I'm sure we couldn't find any similar situations on anyone else's team. I don't you, I don't care. You're the only one impacted the only, by, by I, bad calls this week. I'm the only one that matters. You should realize this. I think I, I've been complaining about it for four days, three days now. Um yeah, I think yeah. this is. I think this is going to be a good game. The problem is, I don't think Kareem Hunt has a great game this week. Um, Drew Brees better start throwing the ball, to, start start getting some touchdowns back with Mike with Mike Thomas, which I think he does. But Washington's quietly a good defense. Um, Mike Williams can have a big day against Oakland. Personally, I hope he does because I've got Drew Brees and also Kenny Galladay. Ooh, Sean went and picked up Hayden Hurst. I didn't see that. I did. Um, yeah, I do like that. I'll tell you what. I what I also like this week is going to be one of my starts of the week is James White. I think James White has a huge game versus Indy, and I think Kenny Stills does not. I think Kenny Stills comes back to earth. Um, so that's actually else? a change I'm making currently. Uh, I'm putting James White in, and I just didn't have a chance to because I was waiting on the Hayden Hurst thing to go through. Yes. So quick question for Sean. Uh, why are you carrying three quarterbacks on your roster? Absolutely. Uh, I think I asked that last week. That's a great question, and the answer is I'm waiting for someone to need Cam Newton because um, I, I wanted a, t- a tier one guy, with which I have with Drew Brees, and then I wanted a backup for when Drew Brees has a terrible matchup or has a bye week, and I want Baker. So, um, And also, I've, I'm pl- kind of playing the long game here because Josh Gordon is not going to be my keeper next year. I'm thinking of uh, keeping Baker in the last round for the draft long term. So, Gotcha. All right, all right. Well, rem- reminder: this year we only get a you get a five round uh, you get a five round because we changed the rules. Not it's yeah. not in the fifteenth round anymore. Five round discount, but even five, if Baker, yeah, even if yeah, I mean, really good, he's not yeah, going inside I mean, the top Baker, five it's or still, six rounds. It's still going to be around thirteen pick, right? Yeah, uh, thirteen to fifteen. But hey, odds are he Vegas odds actually came out and thought he might be rookie of the year this year. So if so, anyone's needing a quarterback, uh, Cam Newton. Is for is, sale, and I'm not dra- I'm not dropping him. So don't even play the line of you. Just hope I'm gonna um, steep, steep discount. Enough. Steep, steep discount. So uh, let's move on to. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson takes on Fat Bottom Girlies again. I think we got we got some good matchups this week. Uh, what Fat Bottom Girlies don't have going for him is that Evan Ingram's out, which Njoku is going to become a little better, but tough Baltimore defense. And Kenyon Drake is is being out carried by Frank Gore. Um, and it's not by a it's not by a small shot either. Like I mean, eleven to two, and and Kenyon Drake has been wildly inefficient compared to the Gore. So um, I I think he's gonna have I think he's gonna have a problem there. 
I think we still have a lot to learn about Kenyon Drake on the year. He's still running a ton of pass routes, um, which is really, you want him to be valuable in the pass game. But uh, two weeks ago, they ran 29 offensive or 39 offensive plays, I think, in the entire game. So, I mean, yeah. he, you know, there's no chance to even get in any kind of rhythm there. So I think it remains to be seen uh, what his role will be. But that, that was my note for this one. I think uh, my team, uh, the Hugh Jacksons, take this down if Kenyon Drake doesn't do much again. I just think that Kenyon Drake, he's, he's a guy that I think has to get into game mode. And I think he needs – he needs to be injected as a full-time running back in this game. And when they picked up Frank Gore, I don't know why they want to play him so much because he's he's not like he's been efficient. But I think Drake is a guy that you have to get moving or else he's not going to play well in the game. He just has to live in the game. Well, they're in love with old Frank Gore, so they're not going to put him on the back burner for the sake of anyone, I, they, I think. If they want to win more games, they're going to have to. But – um David, how about the resurgence of David Johnson last week? I don't know he was always there, but uh, Josh Rosen makes this offense look way better. So I think you get a huge uptick with David Johnson. Ben Roethlisberger against against Atlanta. Um, George Kittle against a an a actually sneaky good Arizona defense, but George Kittle's good. And then Cooper Cup. Holy smokes, Cooper Cup is getting all the targets out of uh, out, out of Jared Goff. So. Um, yeah, de- definitely a candidate for donkey play of the week last week. <laughs> yes, I didn't, I didn't even get into the donkey play <laughs> yeah. of the week. Yeah, you got you Cooper Cup sitting on my bench with thirty four point four points. Mm. That was a, that was that was a fun text stream on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I just overrated the Vikings defense going into last week, and they just completely <laughs> fell apart. Oh so my I mean, gosh. you know, things kind of went against me a little bit, and. Uh, it, it is what it is, but yeah. um, I, I am pleased to see David Johnson getting more snaps, more involvement. He uh, Week one, his snap rate was 68%. Last week, it was up to 92%. So I think yeah. Steve Wilkes has finally realized, you know, it might be a good idea to put our best player on the field. You got to put him in, too. To pr- you got to protect uh, You got to gotta protect the new the newbie. You got to get Rosen. He, he's going to look for check downs. David Johnson's one of the best catching backs in the league. Uh, you get him in the space, he's not going to get tackled. And I think you showed some of that last week. Uh, but I, I mean, I think you got a good, you got a good lineup. Now, if Will Fuller doesn't play, uh, you're going to have to find somebody there. But um, I'm sure you can figure something out. Yeah, the matchup won't be great against Chris Harris and the Broncos, but I can slide, uh, slide um, Quincy and Nunwa in and at least have some targets to replace Will Fuller. So hopefully he plays, yeah. but, you know. Yeah, I like that. So, um, all right, we're going to go to what was next? Biscuit in your pants versus Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. Um, this one is uh, is this is another close matchup. I feel like, but I think Tom Brady gets on track this week. I think Josh Gordon has a much better game. I don't know that he plays a ton more. Um, Saquon Barkley, Carolina is actually letting up one of the highest yards per carry to to backs right now. Or actually, no, that was New York Giants. My bad. I was just. Missing my information up, but you get Saquon Barkley in space. He's going to have a. He's going to get get his. Um, James Conner going into Atlanta. I actually like biscuit in your pants because Carson Wentz is going to Minnesota. They're going to be pissed. Um, Devonta Freeman. He's still going to split carries with with Tevin Coleman here. Um, Jay Ajayi against against Minnesota. I just don't think he's going to run well. I think he's just got bad matchups this week on a couple of those things. Um, 
but I'm taking biscuit in your pants on this one. I'm going to go for them to for them to go two and three, and uh, Ezekiel twenty five seventeen to drop to two and three. Yeah, I, I lean uh, biscuits as well. But can I take one second to uh, take yeah. my victory lap on the Chris Carson Rashad Penny bet, which oh the biscuits, please do. Man. With, Please do. Biscuit in your pants has paid up on, but uh, Chris Carson, week he did he week paid up four. For yeah, he did. He did. When he, did... He, he sent me the money. Oh, um, okay, okay. But uh, Chris Carson, man, going Most in with money, like yeah. what thirty-two carries or whatever it was, and uh, third third-string running back Rashad Penny uh, still on yeah. Biscuit in Your Pants team. He so didn't even was... get the carries last week. This is my question about the Seattle backfield, though. I mean, so Mike Davis comes in and and takes over that position pete carroll comes in and says it's because they didn't want to give too much to the to the rookie back right away obviously we know that he's gained a lot of weight so when if chris carson plays this week is it back to normal to where mike davis is back to the number three spot and rashad penny still spelling or uh do they kind of move that around because yeah, i tend I mean, to think that it's it's one of it's i i think rashad penny stays too and i think chris carson goes back to that kind of bell cowish uh range for seattle I'm I'm giving him a hard time, but I, I do think that the Mike Williams thing, I mean, Mike Davis thing was just a hot hand situation last yeah. week. He was he was running well. And I mean, Rashad Penny still had 49 yards last week. It wasn't like he was not involved at all. So, um, yeah. and he, he's looked better than I thought he would. But yeah, he's, you know. he's still got to lose weight. Guy yeah. looks kind of slow. So, so, okay. Yeah. So um, next, let's go to last the last preview game: Matty Ice Clowns versus the Green Team. I don't even know why we even have to talk about this team. I think I think Green Team is going to go zero and four, even if they do have okay matchups. They're still playing Bilal Powell and Isaiah Crowell. You, you can't you <laughs> can't do that. Zero and five. Oh, oh, that's what I mean. Zero and five. I mean, I've never seen anyone play a full handcuff before. It's oh, incredible. Playing, playing all the way. He's got. I mean, now AJ Green is is going to get his in Miami, but. I mean, just move somebody. Uh, Bilal Powell's. I'm going to go ahead and give you a little bit of a little bit of advice here, Brian. Bilal Powell's running more efficiently as, than Isaiah Crowell. Put Isaiah Crowell on your bench. Bilal Powell moves up to your running back spot, and then you can play somebody like Larry Fitzgerald, who's going to help out. A, who's going to help out uh, a rookie guy, or maybe Demarius Thomas gets into the end zone against the New York Jets because they're going to put up some points this week. I think against the New York Jets defense. Um, but good grief! I mean, that's a, they're they're going to go zero and five, and he's holding tight on Le'Veon Bell. Uh, it's a steep asking price. Believe me, I've asked. Um, I, I'm going to make a prediction here on a, on the green team. I think he loses this week, and then goes on a run to win something like two out of his next three, three out of his next four, and uh, joins uh, the deplorables and, oh, uh, and here for the beer in competition for the loogie. Oh gosh, that's so like I oh, feel yeah. like. I, uh, it's so frustrating. I, f- I feel like I've got such a great team and I just cannot put, I can't string wins together. Um, anyhow, let's get real, real quick. Christian McCaffrey, which we'll get into later is going to have a huge game. The New York giants are letting up um, one of the best. He's they're going to run up one. They're giving up one of the best yards per carry on average. McCaffrey is getting is until he gets hurt. Cause they're using the crap out of him. Um, he's going to continue to, to own Melvin Gordon's going to have a big day in Oakland. Um, I like a lot of his plays. I don't like his wide receivers a whole lot. I mentioned to see what Julian Edelman does. I think that he's a you have to plug and play him from where he's at. Uh, and then Matt Ryan against Pittsburgh is going to put up buku amounts of points. But I'm going to go. I mean, Matty Icecloud is going four and one this week. I love how terrible Pittsburgh's defense is. It's been 15 years coming, and it is the best ever. I love it so much. Yeah, 
They're they're not good. Anything That's to my say unbiased about that? opinion. Doug, you have anything to say about that game? Uh yeah, I mean, I, I like Matty Ice to, to win that one. And, and like uh, Michael Lombardi says, uh, if your middle linebacker is slow, your whole defense is slow. And yes. it's, w- once they lost Ryan Shazier and they plugged John Bostick in at middle linebacker, they're just not the same team. They're struggling to cover the middle of the field. They're not as good against the run. And just everything is slowed down for that defense. Yeah, I mean, that the middle linebacker spots, what's, it, that's what's commanding the – you know, against the run game. So if that's not working, ain't nobody working. Um, anyhow, so the we're going to bring a new segment into this thing, and we're going to talk about our start of the week. I know uh, we don't want to give everybody a bunch of uh, a bunch of advice when it comes to our league, but if we want to get anybody to, to give us any kind of credibility, we probably need to have a little bit of information on what people could do. So who, uh, Doug, we'll start with you. Who's your start of the week this week when it comes to uh, – when it, when it comes to who's going to score the most, who's your plug and play guy this week? And don't um, give him like an Antonio Brown or Ezekiel Elliott. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, are you talking about on my team specifically? No. no, just in the league. Who's your who's your start of the week? Who's the oh, the gosh. lock? Why don't Why don't you go ahead and go? Let me think about this for a second. Okay. Well, I got a couple. Uh, my first one is I already talked about him. My first one is uh, Christian McCaffrey. I think in a a bad New York New York Giants defense. I think Christian McCaffrey goes off, has I mean, has himself a day. But also, I like I like the New England backfield this week, and I never like the New England backfield. Sony Michelle is running really, really, really well, and James White is is catching the ball out of the backfield. He's turned into a tier like RB two uh, position. I feel like so. I think he's turning in. I think they're both turning into a, a start every week. I'm not going to say they're as good as Mark Ingram and, and uh, Alvin Kamara, but they're they're getting better, and I think they're going to be a start the rest of the year duo. Hmm. So, Sean, you got anybody? Yeah, I think my my start of the week. I don't even know if he's picked up in our league. I actually forgot to look at this, but my start of the week is going to be Marcus Mariota. Ooh, okay. In Tennessee, um, I think the Bills. Defense had one good game, and that's all they're going to have. And Mariota's all of a sudden come to life, uh, a la my other start of the week, Blake Bortles. Um, not to be heavy on the QBs, but Bortles is doing good work against bad defenses. Kansas City is a bad defense. Kansas City scores a lot, and Kansas City scores quickly. So that means they're going to be playing catch up. Um, even though I love the Jaguars' defense like everybody else, those yards are going to come through the air. Um, so I think those are two of my real big ones. Um, and the other one that I had was anybody on the Rams offense at all. Again, uh, anybody they're playing the Seahawks. If you have a Ram that was worth drafting, you have a Ram that's worth playing because that Seahawks defense is terrible. And they just lost Earl Thomas, which was the only redeemable player. Um, the only person I think any of the three of us couldn't have replaced this week on the actual NFL sideline. So. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix it for you and say when you talk about the Rams, when you talk about the Rams offense being draftable, um, I'm gonna say anybody on the Rams offense because they're all freaking <clears throat> draftable. So, I mean, yeah. good minus uh, Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett at tight end who have hey. done nothing. Ah, well, I mean, listen, you, you I, don't need a tight end when you throw it 90 yards downfield and yeah. runs and Doug. At, at this point, I'm taking offensive linemen. <laughs> yeah, hey, <laughs> Andrew Whitworth in the red zone. <laughs> yeah. you just never know who's going to throw the ball. It could so be I, uh, Somebody's going to do it and do the Iggy shuffle. 
I, I will I'll go with one kind of off the board and I, I love the Bortles call. That's a that's a really good call. They throw the ball a ton when Fournette is not active. Yeah. Um, and historically they've actually averaged more points as an offense when Fournette is not on the field than they have when he's on the field. I think they just sure. run at a higher pace, they throw more. Um for me, I'm going to go way off the board for a guy that I know for sure is not uh, currently owned by any teams, but um, he's a guy for people to think about. If Randall Cobb is ruled out in this game and Jerome oh, Allison is ruled out in this game, uh, neither of yes. whom have practiced yet this week, I'm going to go with two. Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Valdez-Scantling. Love him. Best he will, he'll plug into the slot. He's got a lot of talent, um, showed some rapport with Aaron Rodgers in the preseason. And I think this could be your six for 90 and two week from uh, Jimmy Graham as well. So Jimmy Graham, come on, baby. Come yeah. on, Jimmy Graham. I need you, baby. I need you. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're going to see Darius Slay on Devontae uh, Adams. Yeah. And, I mean, Adams is great, but Slay is one of the five best corners in the league and uh, he may be able to limit him some. So if that's the case, I really like Valdez Scantling and Jimmy Graham this week. That's another one. I really like Valdez Scantling this week, just because uh, he's who else is Aaron Rodgers going to throw to. And right. uh, he, he's, he was, he was good in preseason. He's playing, he's playing just in front of Sean's favorite player, Equinemius St. Brown. Love him. God I wanted him so bad in Cleveland. <laughs> We could probably use them in Cleveland right now. Hey, man. Um, so uh, let's go on to just the just the pick of, uh, and we're going to break down each and you know these NFL games a little bit deeper and talk about in, some individual players. But who's your lock of the week on a uh, who, who's winning? Who's definitely winning their game? Who's your lock of the week? Me, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Go ahead. All right, I'm going to pick the Carolina Panthers to run amok on the New York Giants because McAdoo has no idea what he's doing. OBJ hasn't scored yet. Eli can't throw a ball. Their offensive line is horrendous. And when they have the ball, they turn it over. Uh, Carolina is too good, too fast. And like I said last week, Mick Cafe went off last week. He's going to go absolutely off again. This is going to be an absolute schlammer. Uh, They're going to win by 21 at least. I, I agree that McAdoo has no clue what he's doing. That's probably why Pat Shermer is coaching the team. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I still agree with you on that one. Well, Pat Shermer is not exactly the offensive genius either. <laughs> uh, Doug, who you got lock of the week? For me, I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans at the Bills. Um, they're just finding ways to win <laughs> games. Uh, you know, last week they put up a ton of points. The week before that they won 9-6 but they're just finding ways to win football games, and that's what matters. Um, Doug, that's so, like picking a toddler to get beat up by a teenager, man. Come on, I have a higher hope for you. Uh, I mean, you did pick the, Carolina the, over New the York, Sean. interesting thing about that is <laughs> the Panthers are a seven-point favorite against the Giants. The Titans are a three-and-a-half-point favorite against the Bills. So, <laughs> Hey, don't do that little eyebrow wing thing on me, man. I, I know what that means. <laughs> I've seen it live way too much. <laughs> Captain Research knows this stuff. Um, I am going to go with my lock of the week. I, I See, I was going to do something, and then Sean had to call you out for taking the obvious pick. So we're going to change it up just because I feel like it. We're going to go. I'm going Los Angeles Raiders uh, or Los Angeles Chargers to take the Oakland Raiders is my lock of the week. Um, I don't know. I just think it's going to happen. I, th- I don't think Derek Carr is going to get lucky two weeks in a row. Um, 
Los Angeles Chargers are going to figure it out. I've got no basis behind it. It's really just a hope because Philip Rivers is my is my quarterback. Uh, I still think they're going to win this game at at home, but I mean. That's that's gonna well, be my lock of the week. I the, like the a lot. I was gonna is, go Los Angeles Chargers over Seattle, but Sean called dugout. Well, the, the key of that game with Oakland, I think, is if the if the Raiders are gonna field the uh, umpires like they did last week. Yeah, but they're not they're not at home this week, so they can't pay the Raiders. I mean, they can't they can't pay the umpires. Fair enough. Then I like your pick. Yeah. See, so there you go. So um, all right, th- there's first of all, there's there's no umpires in football. But it's all the same. It's whatever they were. I, I played softball tonight. I'm sorry. Forgive me. <laughs> Look at me right now. I'm calling them umpires just because I feel like it now. So, um, well, they are umpires. So we're gonna let's go. Let's let's break out. Let's break out these games. So it's Indianapolis at at New England is going to be our first game. It's Thursday night matchup. Uh, it's a minus ten. It's a, a minus ten spread. So they to New England. New England's getting ten points is what I meant to say. Um, but clarify, we're not picking based on the point spread. No, 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 we're not. But I'm just, I'm just giving some, giving some, some pieces, and then what, what we think. I like, I, I already said already. I, I think James White and Sony Michelle are good plays this week. Uh, James White is he's accounted for 26.2 percent of the New England fantasy production for skill players uh, so far, which is eighth high, eighth highest among running backs. Um, Sony Michelle leads all the backs with, with touch or target with 78.3 percent of snaps played this season. Um, and then, and yeah, I mean, it, 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 Rob Gronkowski might be out, which is his underneath throws are going to go to Sonny Michelle and James White. So I like both of those, both of those guys this week in that game. Uh, Zeke is also taking the Patriots. I'll call out his picks, but he, okay. he he's taking the Patriots. I'm taking the Patriots as well. They've won eight straight non-week one Thursday night games by an average of 18 points per game. So I will mm-hmm. go with the Patriots. I'm going with Patriots too, but it's not because of the Patriots. It's because of the Colts. They played a late game. They played a long game. They're traveling. Uh, they got a short week, and everybody was hurt. So I'm going to take the Patriots with a uh, easy win. Yeah, I don't know the exact number, but teams coming off an overtime game going on the road the next week have an absolutely atrocious record. Not only heads up, but against the spread as well. So yeah, that's a, a, I mean, that's a trend to look out for. That's it's a that's a long trip up to up to Massachusetts. I still think that I think Andrew Luck has a has a solid game this week. Uh, well, even though he's missing out on on T. Y. Hilton, uh, I just think he's he's getting into into midseason form. And I think Naheem Hines is the reason that he has a good week. And I know that's weird to say because the guy has barely played any, but uh, he's been dinking and dunking a lot of his way through this week. If he, if they have any chance to win this game, they're going to have to get get those two guys on track. I, st- I don't know that Andrew Luck is, is a quarterback QB one material, but um, I think if you, had, if you have them, then you, you know, you could do worse. Uh, all right. So we'll move on to uh, Packers at lions. And the spread on this one is green Bay is getting a point and a half. Doug, what do you think about this game? Uh, I'm going to take the lions on this one. Uh, Zeke is taking the Packers. Uh, I'm I'm taking the Lions because Stafford has thrown two plus TD passes in seven straight games against the Packers. Um, I think without Cobb, without Geronimo Allison, um, Rodgers has just not been himself this year. Obviously, with the injury, um, I, I think the Cow- the Lions bounce back from their loss against the Cowboys and get the W here at home. Yeah, I, 
Sean, what do you, what you got? Yeah, that you actually said everything that I was going to say. I, I think that this is going to be a surprise pick, but um, I think you make money on the surprise pick. So I'm going to go also with the Lions. I think I'm going to win. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I, I'm with you. I think the Lions take this one. Uh, Green Bay is, is too banged up. I think if the Lions can get out of their own way and start using on Johnson instead of LeGarrette Blunt all the time, I think they could win this game going away. But Golden Tate has been a, a top 12 scoring wide receiver. Um, Marvin Jones historically plays very, very well against, um, against the Packers. Uh, I, I read a stat. It was like the last five games he's gotten – at least at least 80 yards and then he's gotten four touchdowns in the last five games against against green bay uh mm-hmm. aaron Rodgers is in a little bit of slump and that's mainly because he doesn't have anybody to throw to um i i think uh Devontae adams Devontae adams is going to be going to be shadowed by darius slay i think jimmy graham uh like doug says can have a good day uh but i th- with kenny galladay marvin jones and and Golden Tate leading the way, they're going to be open for Matthew Stafford to throw to. So I, I think they win this one. And I think it's it's way more than by one and a half. If they can use Carry on Johnson, then then he's he's got a lot. Um, next up, we're going to go Giants at Panthers. So I think we've all we all pretty much know this one. But I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Carolina winning this one because the Giants just are, are not a very good football team. They need a new quarterback. Let's be honest. Um, he has way too many. He has way too many uh, pieces to be that inefficient on offense. I, I, I don't get it. Just get up, get the ball out of your hands, get it to one of your guys. You've got, I mean, you, you've got Saquon Barkley, you've got Odell Beckham Jr. You, you just, uh, you got, well, Evan Ingram not, is out this week, but you still got Sterling Shepard. You got a lot of pieces, but Christian McCaffrey goes nuts. Cam Newton um, is averaging 10.8 rushing yards. Is averaging ten point eight rushing yards per game, which would rank him ten point eight rushing points per game, which would rank him tenth among running backs. Um, and, and he's available uh, in our league for a fair trade. <laughs> and New York Giants are giving up the most running, the most r- rushing yards to uh, to quarterbacks right now as well. So, uh, Sean, you, what what you got on this one? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I said it earlier pretty clearly. I'm Panthers. I, I'd give them. I mean, not if I'm betting 20, but I think they're going to win this like 35 to 13. Doug? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Panthers as well. Um, uh, Zeke is also taking the Panthers. One interesting thing to note here, uh, undrafted free agent Philip Lindsay has more rushing guards this season than the number two overall pick, Saquon Barkley, but uh, keeps Ooh. spinning those top five picks on running backs. Hmm. <sighs> It's almost like the Browns knew what they were doing, not drafting. It's weird. Yeah. Surprise. Oh, he's he's still pretty good. I mean, you gotta give him gotta give him a do. He's he's got the he's he's as uh Lefko and Bleacher Report says he's got the legs and ass to make it work. It's uh, it's all about, all about opportunity cost, my friend. 100%. I have a question about Saquon Barkley. He's got how many touchdowns total? Mm. I know the answer. It's three. One, yeah. Three. I was gonna say two or three. Yeah, three touchdowns, uh, which is one more than Nick Chubb had on his three carries this past Sunday. So, yeah, the, the Giants' offense just is not is not very good. They need a quarterback. Eli Manning is he's yeah. not going to do. They they got to get a new quarterback, and they had a chance this year. And they they passed on Sam Darnold, who yeah, I mean, obviously he's on a bad team, and he's got you know a lot of learning to do, but he's shown some real promise so far. 
Yeah, I will say I was. I think I was wrong on on Sam Darnold. I came out during our draft show and said that I didn't think he was going to be very good. I think I might have to take that back. I I think he's going to be good once they can get him some weapons. Speaking of Sam Darnold, Broncos at Jets is is this week. Um, I picked up the Denver defense, not thinking about this is going to be a body game for them. They they're playing a they played a Monday night game at home in Denver, and they have to fly across the across the country to go visit the Jets. Uh, and Sam Darnold. Now, the one thing I have going for me is that Sam Darnold does not have a lot of options to to throw to on this offense, minus Quincy Anunua. Um But it, it, I, I'm still going to go with Denver on Denver on this one. But I, I think, I think it's closer than than we think it is because it's a body game. Can I, can I just say something? It's, it's kind of half on topic, half off. I want to say something to everyone who's listening to this. If you have a quarterback on your team, especially if your team drafted a rookie quarterback, can we stop the idea that we have to hate all the other quarterbacks and talk about how bad they are so we can feel good about our own? Because rooting against these guys is ridiculous. And I've seen so many arguments about like, oh, he's going to be the best or he's going to be the best or he sucks or he sucks. Like, listen, I'm not rooting for any of these guys to fail. I hope Baker Mayfield is one of the quarterbacks that is a draft class like what they had with Roethlisberger and Manning, all of those guys. Like we should root for great players in this league because it doesn't it doesn't help to have crappy quarterbacks get drafted every year, which is what we've seen, minus like Mahomes and a couple got Watts and a couple guys last year. We we've got to quit the narrative of hating on every other quarterback so you can feel better about your own. Because Darnold is the truth. He's young but he is going to come through and have some huge games down, down in his career. He's going to have a long career in the NFL. And I think that's one of the reasons I'd take the jets. Oh, J E T S jets, jets, jets. What you got, Doug? Uh, Zeke is taking the Broncos. I took the Broncos to beat the chiefs last week. I think I was probably the only one to do that. And I thought I had it wrapped up. Didn't happen because Mahomes is a champ, Uh, but I'm going to take the jets here. I, I think, you know, Coming off a disappointing loss, traveling east for a 1 p.m. start uh, on a short week. Uh, the line is currently at the Jets minus one, which just seems like a total sucker bet. Like, oh, you just bet the Broncos. But normally when that's the case, you want to go against what your gut is telling you. Um, and Because uh, that that's what Vegas wants the public to do. So I'm going to take the Jets here. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I do get that bet. I, I think it um... – I just don't think Sam Darnold, like I said, I don't think he has, uh, I don't, th- I just don't think he has the weapons. He averages 0.85 points per possession, which is the fewest of all starting quarterbacks. Um, Emmanuel Sanders is going against a very, very weak slot, uh, cornerback, and he has the most targets in the red zone on, on the season with, um, 30. The most targets thirty without a red zone target. Sorry, um, which means he's going to come back forward. He's going, he's going to get those, but, uh. I, I just don't think that the Jets have the ability to to put Denver away. I don't think it's a, a I don't think it's a it's a huge game. I don't think it's like a thirty five to fourteen game or anything like that. But I, I'm still taking Denver on this one, and I don't think they can stop the, the Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman train. Well, one thing I know about Buster Screen, who plays that slot, is that. He might give up one play, but when he does, he gets angry and he plays like a like a mad dog, and he just shuts that stuff down. So. Well, they're giving up. I mean, they're 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 giving up a lot of points to the slot. So, I think I think he, um, I I think Emmanuel Sanders has a can has the chance to have a fairly good game this week. So, moving on, we'll go to the Titans at Bills. I think this is an easy pick. Uh, Sean, go ahead with yours first. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it's the Titans. As I said earlier, I think Marietta is the guy to pick this week um, if you want to just nail some points down. If you don't have any quarterback and you don't want to trade for Cam Newton, who you totally should right now, um, I, I don't think it's close. Titans uh, by a million. Zeke is going to take the Titans. <clears throat> I am also going to take the Titans. Uh, but I, I think the game ends up being pretty close. Um Tredavious White, the corner for the Bills, is, again, one of the best in the league. He'll do a good job slowing down Corey Davis. And when the Titans don't have Corey Davis to throw to, they just don't really have anybody else to get the, to get the football to. And their run game has been really stagnant this year. So it may, I think they find a way to win this game. But I think it's close. Um, Josh Allen will make a mistake, <clears throat> throw a pick six, or take a bad sack in his own red zone or get him out of field goal range, do something to cost them this game. So I'll go with the Titans. I'm going with the Titans too. Um, uh, Buffalo is scoring at a huge 12.5 points a game and they're giving up 26 and a half to where the Titans are scoring 28 points a game. Um, LaShawn McCoy, unless they can get him the ball a little more, he's been dreadful this, this year. Um, and I'm not going to say that Derek Henry or Deion Lewis have been awesome, but, uh, yeah, I, th- I just think Mariota, Mariota, and Corey Davis and Taiwan Taylor are, are going to be a little too much, and I'm going to go with I'm, I'm going to go with the Titans in this one. Um, Falcons and Steelers. This one is going to be a barn burner. Uh, Doug, what you got on this? Um, so Zeke is taking the Falcons to win this game at the Steelers. I am going to take the Steelers since the the over under on this game is currently 57 and a half. Uh, since 2003, there have been six games with an over under of 57 or higher. All six of them have gone over the 57. I think this is another situation where it's a complete shootout. Both teams go bonkers. Um, you want to have some exposure to this game, uh, in season long and in DFS, if you play that. So, um, Doug, where this do you isn't... find statistics like that? <laughs> Some of the most ridiculous things I've, I've ever heard. Can't give yeah, up the, your re- can't give up the resources. Is, all right, of them, right? This is an important game. So I actually one guy. I actually don't even know if he's owned in our league, but one guy I really like this week is Vance McDonald, the tight end for the Steelers. He's really been doing he's a lot owned. this year. Yeah. So if you need a tight end this week, uh, take a look at Vance McDonald. Yeah, Vance McDonald could be a could be a good pickup in this game. Um, I I'm going with Pittsburgh too. There, I I just think the Falcons are allowing the third most fantasy points per game to skill players. The Steelers are allowing the fifth most points per game to fan, to uh, to skill players. So I think that uh, this, like Doug said, it's a very very high scoring game. So get out your Antonio Browns, get out your Juju Smith Schusters, get out your Ben Roethlisberger's, your Julio Jones, your Calvin Ridley's. Because this is going to be a fun game to watch, and I plan on having it on my TV uh, while while I'm watching the Browns. Because this is going to be a fun one to watch. Sean, what what have you got in this one? The day I vote for the Steelers is when you pry it from my dead cold hands. Because I hate them. I'm going to go Falcons. They're mad. Their offense is awesome. Um, I worry about the defense that the Falcons have because mainly everyone is hurt. Everybody's but hurt. The Steelers team, if they're not hurt, they probably play like they're hurt. So I, I think that what the Falcons have 
is a uh, greater capacity to score than the Steelers. So I'm going to go with the Falcons. Hey, quick, quick question. Um, would you start Ben Roethlisberger at home against the Falcons or Patrick Mahomes against the Jags this week? Trick question. It's a trick question, Sean. Why are you asking? Why does Tim know something about it already? No, I don't, I don't, no, I I don't just, think he I does. Just, I think that there's 0% chance that Sean picks uh, Ben Roethlisberger. I just don't think his heart lets him. No, the Jaguars' defense is really good, but... Um, the fact uh, that this is yeah, a hard decision for you tells me. Play yeah. Yeah, I told you he was going to do it. Yeah, I just, I can't. Also, my other, what I meant to say on one of my start of the weeks is going to be James Conner this week. Um Stefan Anthony's hurt uh, for for the Falcons defense, just taking away another piece. And when he's hurt, they give up exponentially more more yards on the ground. I think James Conner. I, I, I think I think you mean Grady Jarrett. Grady Jarrett. That's what I mean. I'm sorry. I got my. But here's my question. Here's my question. Jalen Ramsey sits down. One of the what four people that that they have on the on the outside. Then you still have Kelsey and you have Hunt that you got to deal with. I don't know the Jag- the Jaguars can deal with that. I mean, granted, they have a great defense and they have good safeties, but I, I, think, I just think Kelsey's too much. Kelsey and Hunt are too much. You're you're forgetting about a Boye too. And, yeah, uh, AJ Boye, and then you've got yeah. Kelvin Smith, who's done a really good job against linebackers over but, his career. So I'm I'm leaning towards starting. I have this situation in in our league, and I'm leaning towards starting Roethlisberger. Just it, it's so hard to not play Roethlisberger at home against an awful yeah. defense in a 57 and a half point total game. Well, and if yeah. you don't have if you don't have Roethlisberger, like I'm not going out on the waiver wire to pick up a quarterback to to play instead of no. uh, Patrick Mahomes. That's not it. I just think that Roethlisberger is going to be the start of the week at quarterback this week, and yeah. Matty Ice is right behind him. This game is going to put up tons of points. Yeah, that's that's where I'm leaning as well. What's the over under on the? Sorry, on the Chiefs. And notice that's why I said Kelsey and Hunt, <clears throat> and not the wide receiver. Uh, Boye is awesome too. I haven't gotten there yet. That's why. Whew. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know that one off the top of my head. So. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. Right, right now, let's let's get to Ravens and Browns because um, that's the last pick. No, it's no, because it's it's in the order of the of the things I'm looking at. So we're going Ravens and Browns. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. We all know who your pick is anyway. That's not how we've done it. Well, things are things are meant are meant to be changed. But uh, Baltimore is averaging four point two red zone. <clears throat> Red zone possessions per game, which is fourth in the league. Cleveland's allowing 4.2 red zone possessions per game, which I will say is kind of skewed because of the fact of that we're we gave up a couple of position possessions in the red zone last week to Oakland, which is which is just bad. Um, Baltimore's plus 35 on first downs gained versus opponents in the season. Um, John Brown's lead, leads the NFL with 17 targets of 15 yards further or further downfield. Um, their run defense is just has been. Very, very good, even with the the running attack of Carlos Hyde and Nick Chubb coming to town. Um, I think Jarvis Landry has a good game in this one because he's going against another bad slot cornerback. Uh, if if uh, the Ravens have an Achilles heel, it is the middle of their defense with uh, when it comes to guarding slot receivers. Um, Alex Alex Collins is not going to is not going to have a good game. I think this is going to be a little closer than than we imagine um but overall i just after after seeing last week i i don't want to i don't want to say good baltimore's getting three points in this one 
I'm going to let somebody else pick first while I, while I try to get my heart out of this one. Doug, go ahead. Baltimore's giving three points, not getting. <clears throat> they're a three-point favorite. Yeah, that's what I meant. I'm okay, sorry. okay. Sorry, I just want to make sure. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to go with Baltimore in this one. Zeke also took Baltimore. Uh, they're just playing good football right now. And I think mm-hmm. I don't think it was a good pick, but drafting Lamar Jackson has at least lit a fire under Joe Flacco's old ass. So that <laughs> has benefited that team immensely. Um, I'm going to go old with rich the, ass. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Ravens. Sean, we know where Sean's going to go. Yeah, I'm going Browns, but I have a reason. Go ahead. Um, the offense is in, in Cleveland is on fire, um, and the defense of the Ravens, although they have Jimmy Smith coming back, their other two starting corners, both are out with knee and hamstring injuries, and both may not play. And it's in Cleveland, and they're mad. Um, so I think that's going to be a big deal. I know Jimmy Smith coming back is great, but – if we learn anything about players typically coming back from a suspension, um, they don't always start really, really well. And it usually takes a game or two to get back up to NFL speed. So uh, I'm going to go with the Browns, and I think they're going to win by eight. Oh, my, con- okay. my concern for y'all is who's going to catch the ball for the Browns? Because Antonio Callaway looks real bad. Like he's got a lot of learning to do. Yeah, sure. unless it's a deep, if it's a deep throw to him that he can run underneath and catch, then he looks great. Pretty much, other than that, he looks completely lost. And Njoku is still running sloppy routes and and looks just like he hasn't quite learned the position yet. So if they stick Jimmy uh, Jimmy Smith on Landry, I mean Landry's going to get his probably no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I just wonder. You know, and then are they really going to run the ball on the Ravens? I, you know, it's it's going to be tough to run the ball, but I think, um, I th- I think if uh, if for Baltimore to win this game, they're not going to do it on the ground. Alex Collins has been uh, he's been fumbling mm-hmm. on on the goal line, so Javoris Allen's going to get the goal line carries if they get them. I don't think they're going to punch it in uh, using uh, running on the ground. But Hayden Hurst comes back. Uh, I, again, he's a rookie, so I don't think we really know how he plays and from uh, injury. Yeah, well, it was a, as a broken, but it, really for him, it's going to come down to how well he can, how well he can manage the pain. Um, we do know that tight ends historically shred. The shred. Browns, that's the problem is they they historically just kill us, and it showed it showed last week against Jared Cook and against. Yeah. I think he got. I mean, he's a physical specimen. You can tell by how much they oohed and odd over him on the. If you listen to the game. Um, yeah. But un- unfortunately, as I'm a, I'm a Browns fan all the way to the core. But unfortunately, I think the Ravens are gonna are gonna win this game. Just, I just don't think that we can. Wow. I just don't think we can beat them. I just don't wow. think right now. I, I I'm so I'm so I, I, I'm so downtrodden. I felt so good going into this Oakland game. I thought we were gonna win by 14. We're up 28 to 14. I know the refs gave us the old screw job. Uh, part of this is also um, is also a little bit of superstition because if I pick against my team, maybe they'll prove me wrong. Um, and that's kind of one of the reasons I picked Zeke against me as well is because I really, I really want to give those and get that, that luck bad. I'm doing everything I can to change the luck. I mean, just everything I can. If there's anything that affects the outcome of an NFL game, it's Tim guy to picking. Oh, it's all of it. It it depends on where I sit and watch the game. Uh, it depends on, on which beer I'm drinking. It depends on, on, on everything. It just, there's so much depends on, on what I do on, it depends on, on if they win this game or not. We all know that. I think one big thing is that if James Burgess plays, which he's a 50-50 right now, 
Um, he is the one linebacker who is – well, him and Jannard Avery are capable – well, Avery's more of an edge guy, but he's capable of covering those tight ends with his speed because that's what he's got is speed. Um, so I think he's going to be a, a big a big shift in the game. Yeah, it should yeah, be good. We'll, should we'll be see. Good. So, so moving right along, let's go uh, – Dolphins and Bengals. I don't think this is, is going to be a game. Uh, I think I think Miami goes into Cincinnati and gets and gets plunked. Um, I know that Cincinnati is giving up a QB one to in in every game, but with Joe Mixon maybe coming back, it doesn't matter. Even if Gio Bernard plays, he's going to have a good game. AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, they're just impossible to cover on on defense right now. Kenyon Drake is is one of the worst running backs in the league right now because they just cannot figure out how to get him how to get how to, how to use him. Um, CJ Uzuma, if he's playing, I think it's going to be more of a Tyler Croft. People tend to think it's going to be Uzuma. I think it's going to be Croft, but I'm going to take Cincinnati in this one. Uh, Zeke is also going to take Cincinnati. I'm going to take Cincinnati as well. I think Tyler Boyd has another monster week. You'll probably see uh, Xavier Howard on AJ Green, and Xavier Howard's been one of the best corners in the league for the last year <laughs> and a half. Um, and I, I'm going to disagree with you, Tim. I think CJ Uzoma uh, ends up having a big game. He's run 65 routes so far this season compared to 21 for Tyler Croft. Um, so they're using him a little more in the past game. He would be my preferred option this week, but I don't think he's really all that playable in a 10 team league. There's some other guys out there that I would rather have. Yeah. I mean, I see what, I see what you're saying. I do, but I just looking at history of the whole thing and, um, somehow my camera turned off. I'm looking at his and Tyler Croft historically gets, gets those, gets those passing routes. I know that Uzuma has been getting a little more. I, I don't know. I still think, I don't know. Something in me tells me Croft, but Sean, who you got? Well, I, I think the main thing that I'm wondering is why you guys are all forgetting about Eifert. Just kidding. Just kidding. Rest easy, buddy. Um, thought I'd get a little more. All right, never mind. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah, uh, I think especially, that... Especially for a man that has a mullet, really. You oh, yeah. Gosh. <laughs> he could get up out of that chair right now and kick your tail. I think this game is going to be the one where Miami fans quickly forget that they were 3-0 because um, it's going to be a really rough game for them. It's in Cincinnati. Uh, Andy Dalton plays well at home and um, finds ways to win games. And I think this is going to be it for Miami. I think this is when the quick descent starts to the bottom of the NFC or AFC East. I agree. I agree. So moving on, Jackson, this is going to be another fun game to watch. Jacksonville at Kansas City, strength on strength. Kansas City is the best offense in the league. Jacksonville is the best defense in the league. Um, Jaguars have allowed a touchdown on just 8.7% of their opponent's possessions, which is the lowest in the league. But the Chiefs have scored a touchdown on 47.4% of their possessions, which is the highest rate in the league. Uh, I mean, unbelievable. Last uh, week was the first week they didn't score a touchdown on their first possession. They only got a field goal. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it's going to be – this is going to be a great game. I don't know who to pick. Uh I think I'm going to go with Kansas City to keep rolling because I just think their offense is too much. Uh, I am also going to take the Jaguars. Uh, Zeke is going to take the Chiefs. Ooh. I'm going to go. I didn't actually turn it off. Um, I'm going to go. This is a really this man. This is a hard one for me. Um. I'm going to go Chiefs at home. Arrowhead's loud. It's going to be tough. I don't like it. That's that's hard for me to pick, but that's what I'm going to say. Tim, who'd you take? I I went Chiefs, but I think I'm regretting it. Um, 
Chiefs are just a, a really, really bad defense. Defense wins championships. Uh, nope, no, I'm gonna stick with my gut. I'm gonna go to Kansas City mainly because I just like Mahomes. I mean, throwing the ball left-handed and like Mahomes. I'm I'm on the Mahomes train. Okay. Um, so dumb. We're going. We're going Chiefs on that one. So you're alone on the on your Jaguars pick. Uh, Raiders at Chargers. I've already called this is my lock of the week. The Chargers are taking this one uh, mainly because I need Philip Rivers to score all the points. Um, and yeah, so if they can block Jared Cook, who's accounted for 21.1 percent of of Oakland's fantasy points for skill players, I think they got a good chance to to stop him to to stop the the Raiders. Zeke has also taken the Chargers. Um, I will say not so fast. Not so fast. Closer <laughs> than the experts think, but I will take the Chargers. Oh, well, we still got those Chargers then. I thought you were going to not so fast and go with the Raiders. No, I mean, the the Chargers are struggling without Joey Bosa this year uh, on defense. So I think the Raiders put up some points and uh, oh, keep they're gonna, it, they're keep gonna it close. They're going. I mean, it, it, Los Angeles Chargers do not have a great defense. Um, I just think that they're going to be too much. And if you take away, like I said, if you take away Jared Cook, uh, I think at some point Amari Cooper is going to turn into a pumpkin. And uh, I, I just think that I think they're going to be too strong. And I think Keenan Allen um, scores scores his first touchdown of the season this week. Sean, who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I just think that it's it's time for them to take care of business. I think they're going to do it this week, finally. Take care of business. All right, so moving on, we're going to go to Minnesota at Philadelphia. Um, Eagles rank 30th in points per play. Uh, Minnesota's got a good defense. Adam Thielen is the first player to have over 100 yards receiving in each of the first four weeks of the season since Randy Moss in 2007. Um, Kyle Rudolph is running a route on 70% of his snaps. They're using him heavily. Um, Stefan Diggs is being heavily used now. Um, he's had 13, 10, and 15 targets in the last three weeks. Um, Kirk Cousins has too many weapons, and after seeing what he did against that Los Angeles Rams defense, I'm going with the Vikings. Uh, Zeke is also taking the Vikings. I'm going to take the Vikings as well, but I think it's a it's a sucker pick. Um this is another one of those situations where the Vikings seem like the obvious pick, so that probably means that the Eagles minus three is the right pick. <laughs> probably but, means uh, fly, Eagles fly. Yeah, but, I mean, they're at home. Vikings are in disarray. They're without Everson Griffin because he's running around, you know, naked in hotel rooms, whatever the hell he's doing. But uh, I'm going to take the Vikings. All right, Sean? Yeah, I'm actually going to uh, go with – the opposite of what you said, Doug, because I agree it is a sucker pick, and I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, that's that's probably the sharp pick. Yeah, I mean, Alshon Jeffrey is going is he he played well last week last year when he played um, when he played against this team. He went for five eighty five and two against Minnesota with a Nick Foles at, at quarterback. Um, and then there's concern with Xavier Rhodes. So I mean, I could it, it could go either way. But uh, I don't like the Eagles' rushing attack, so that's why I'm going with uh, that. That's why I'm going with them here, uh, the Vikings here. So this one's a this is is an easy pick. Oh, Sean, you're out. Um, Rams and Seahawks. Doug looks like it's just me and you. Rams are a seven point favorites. They're averaging seven point four yards per play on on first down. Um, 
They lead the league in possessions to cross midfield, which is 73.7%. Brandon Cooks is 452 receiving yards, um, most by a Rams receiver through four games since Torrey Holt in 2000. And Jared Goff leads all passers in completions to gain 10 or more yards. I, you, you can't. I mean, they've got Todd Gurley in the backfield. Um, oh, and he, you've already said too much. We're all taking yeah, the Rams. Probably. Yeah, we're all taking the Rams. I'm going to go ahead and say that Sean's taking the Rams. Yeah. I just I just like the stats that they're throwing out there because God the Rams are so freaking good. Yeah, they're my they're, they're they're the best team in football right now. Super Bowl pick. Um Arizona at San Francisco. This one is actually gonna be a good game because both these teams are no good. Hey Sean, welcome back. We assumed you're taking the Rams because we've moved on to uh to Arizona and San Francisco. Yeah, I apologize. Um, I realized you couldn't see my beautiful face. And so uh I opened up Google because Google hates Safari, so we should next week. Of course. So Arizona at San Francisco. Uh this is gonna be a good game because both I mean, these these teams are hurting. I'm gonna go with Arizona because of the the newfoundness the, the fondness that they've put with David Johnson and uh, and Josh Rosen gets his first win. Uh, Zeke is going to take the 49ers. I will take the Cardinals. I think they win this game. Yeah, For me, this is like the game that no one really wants to watch unless you're a fan of one of those two teams. Because um, I just can't imagine anything worse than watching these two teams play football with all the injuries and you know just the, the rosters they have now. But whew, I'm going to give it Man, it, it's kind of hard to say it. I'm going to give it to Arizona. I just think ro- like rookie quarterbacks sometimes can bring that spark. And, um, you know, I thought Rosen was the most pro-ready quarterback, honestly, outside of Baker coming out. And so he might be good enough to put the ball downfield, which would open it up for David Johnson. So I'm going to go hard nows, which I don't want to, but I will. Yeah. So last question on this game. Just got to want to know, Doug, is, is Larry Fitzgerald startable right now? Uh, no, he's just banged up. I mean – I can't remember who has them. I want to say it's a green team. Um, so yeah, that's who it is. There, there's someone that he's starting currently that I wouldn't start. Um, but it's it's a is toss it, up it, between. Is it Isaiah Coel? Because I think we said that already. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Like I, I think I would move one of those guys out of his flex. One of those two RBs. Um, and in in our league, I might would play Crowell because he has more touchdown upside. But. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm not touching Larry Fitzgerald right now. He's admittedly injured, and uh, you know, yeah. Well, um, and you got to see what Rosen's going to do before you make a move like that, right? I mean, I'd rather have him sit for a week and go, oh wow, he actually is going to use Fitzgerald and trust him enough to catch the ball, and then put him in the next week and feel a little better about it than taking a huge risk and go, hey, it's boom or bust at best, mainly bust, not boom. Um, I see you gotta you gotta see him do something first, right? Or is that just me? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, like he, Josh Rosen, the first not the first start that he made, but the first time he came to the game, I think Christian Kirk, who was playing in uh, in place of Larry Fitzgerald, put up like five catches for ninety yards. So I mean, he's shown a propensity to to throw the ball to the slot receiver. I just I just think it's an issue of health, and we don't really know how healthy Larry Fitzgerald is right now. If he's healthy, he's going to be out there, and he's going to be effective. Um, but right now, yeah. that's that's in question. Yep, I, I, that, that makes sense. Um, so moving on, Cowboys at Texans. I don't really think this is going to be a, a game. I think the Texans, well, maybe it is, because I think uh, Ezekiel Elliott's going to have himself a, a game 
against Houston, most likely. I'm going Texans in this one, though. I think DeAndre Hopkins, uh, if Will Fuller plays, if not Kiki Kuti, uh, could, Kute. Kute, Kute, whatever, whatever, every, every, yeah, okay. That guy. Um, I think they play fairly well. I'm going to go Houston in this one, and I think I'm probably, something in me tells me I'm picking wrong. But I'm going Houston. I think Deshaun Watson has, has a good game this week. Lamar Miller, I don't think, has a good game this week. Uh, and I'm probably playing him in a league. But uh, I'm going Houston. Sean? Yeah, I think I'm actually going to go Houston as well. Um, J.J. Watt is leading the league in quarterback hits and pressures at 10. And um, if there's one thing we've seen, it's Dak Prescott under pressure panics. And he's just not effective. Um, I think until Des comes back, which is my homer pick of what I think is going to happen because I do not want him in Cleveland. Um, Zeke's going to get his, but Ezekiel Elliott having 120 yards and maybe two touches cannot stand up to uh, the Texans' offense. And I think J.J. Watt is going to be enough of a leader. He's going to bring that defense around to where they can beat a bad offense. Um, Dallas's offensive line should be incredible on paper. They are doing terrible. They can't block. I just I think Watt is going to feast. Watt and Clowney are going to feast, um, and we're going to see a, a Texans win finally. Uh, Zeke is also taking the Texans. Uh, I am going to take the Cowboys. I think you've got um, yeah. I think you've got two of the better quarterbacks in the league in this game. I'm a big uh, Dak believer and Scott Linehan. It's like he has two high-speed sports cars and is leaving them in a neighborhood. And finally, last week, he decided to unleash Dak, unleash Zeke. Oh, gosh. Zeke. Get them the ball in space. He actually finally decided to throw the ball some on first down, get Zeke involved in the passing game. And what do you know? They put up a big score and win the game. Uh, Dak made some unbelievable throws downfield last week. Some were dropped. Some were caught, but I think the Cowboys are going to win this game going away. I don't even think it's close. I just, I think he's got a Ferrari with uh, his running back. I think he has a Toyota Prius as a quarterback. I'm, I'm not a Dak believer at all. Oh, all right. Doug, Doug's all about the all about the Dak truther. Um, <sighs> I just hey, Doug, Dak just doesn't have anybody to throw to. Uh, no, he, he doesn't, and that's that's a problem. But if they would actually play Bryce Butler, then it'd be a different he story. He crumbles. He crumbles under pressure. He's like Bo, uh, what's his name, from the uh, draft day movie. He's Bo. He, he crumbles under pressure. Yeah, like, I mean, I, again, we could we could spend an hour talking yeah. about this. But I, I think, I mean, I really do genuinely believe that he is so limited by his play calling and his personnel. He doesn't have anyone to throw the ball to downfield. I mean, yeah. just nobody at all. So now that you've seen Michael Gallup develop a little bit, he took some shots to Michael Gallup last week. If they would play Bryce Butler, you'd have another downfield target that could help spread things out. And the biggest thing for me is just use Zeke in the passing game on early downs. Like you can't go run on first down, run on second down, pass out of third and six on every single drive and have any success. You got to be creative. You got to use your best players on early downs. Yeah. Doug, Tim and I call that the Brian Dayball offense. Oh, it's it's just atrocious. It's terrible. It's terrible. Run, pass, Um, run, run, pass. that's the problem is I don't I don't have I know that you're they should play Bryce Butler I just don't think they do so moving on last but not least I believe that's on my list is um, Washington at New Orleans um, mm-hmm. New Orleans is 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 getting the points is is well they're giving six and a half um, 
Mark Ingram comes back. It's in my estimation, if you look historically at guys coming off PEDs, do not typically um, play well their first couple weeks, but Alvin Kamara is there. I think they're both in uh, the top 15 running backs still. Uh, I don't think Mark Ingram is going to be as good as he was last year. Drew Brees is going to throw some touchdowns this week to to Michael Thomas. I think Chris Thompson gets in on the game. I don't think Adrian Peterson has a great game. Um, just because I think Chris Thompson has a better game. They're going to have to have to play keep up. Uh, and I think Chris Thompson out of the backfield gives them the best chance uh, with, uh, with catching the ball to the backfield. And I don't know, Adrian Peterson, at some point, you got to think that the age train gets, and Father Time catches up with them. What have you guys got going here? Go ahead, Doug. Uh, Zeke is taking the Saints. I'm going to take the Saints as well. The Saints are my pick to win the Super Bowl, and I'm sticking with it. Wow, that's... Yeah, I still think the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. Sean, who you got? Yeah, we'll go brother strong on that. I think the Rams are actually going to win, but I wouldn't be surprised uh, if the Saints made it instead. But um, I'm going to take the Saints as well. I think that uh, Ingram is probably going to have to earn his touches because he's a little bit of Tony Romo v. Dak Prescott a couple years ago now, where now it's Kamara's team. And I just don't – like. how do you sit Kamara? How do you take a single touch away from that guy? Um, And I know Kamara's used mainly in the passing game. Uh, as opposed to Ingram uh, mainly in the run, but I, I just think, man, um, how do you how do you choose against the Saints at home with that offense coming back? So, sorry, am I a little loud still? No, you're good. You're good. I was just looking at stuff. So, anyhow, um, yeah, I think that's all we got for this week. Thanks, guys, for joining us, Zeke. Hope your kid feels better. We look forward to having you on the on the broadcast next week as we continue to work things out. Hope you guys enjoyed the sound quality a little better. Um, but here's to next week, and uh, here's to hoping that all of my picks are awesome and did well. Real quick, um, I, I did not get the um, standings up for us, and I apologize. Do we have those, or do I just need to do it and bring it next week? I don't. We'll, we'll recover it next week because I know we've got a couple of weeks to put in. Um, yeah, that's my bad so on that. I, I think Doug, from what I was watching on his camera, what took um, – <clears throat> took good notes on on people's picks but if anything we're all going to go back and listen to the podcast anyway so hey if i didn't say it already find us on twitter at at t lug one t l o o g one give us a follow interact with us here and uh send us any questions you might have or anything like that we look forward to interacting with you guys subscribe hit five stars let's just see how far we can get this thing to go because it's a lot of fun um thanks so much guys I'll talk hey, to you excuse soon me. one more yeah. thing one more thing go ahead roll tribe baby roll tribe and then I, th- I think the Yankees are, are in the midst of taking it. <laughs> Don't oh, Maybe we'll see you in the World Series, Doug. You better hope not. Oh, have a good week, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bloomer.